When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. You know, we're your partners, Wine, Crime, and Time. And we are, I mean, Sarah, what inspired you for this week's episode? Well, for straight up, I mean, I was just reading the headlines and that was it. Uh, there's a new update. And, you know, we love like a this is kind of a scam. It's a brewing one. Um, and that was kind of it. I just saw this article in The Wall Street Journal and I was like, cool, that's it. We're doing our episode on this. Yeah. When it was I, I was just kind of like, I'm very, very into all the things like bubbling up. And it's because that's the thing when there's like a story every outlet is covering. You're like, oh, I need 900 updates and breakouts from it. And thankfully that's what they did. Yes. I mean, we're going back in time to like 2013. (laughs) So modern for recent episode standards. Yes. But also before we get to that, I feel like we just have to touch on the Murdoch trial. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. It's been wild. He has been testifying in his own defense, which is like not, not super common, not super common. And I hope, Anyone listening never finds themselves in a situation where that is something they could consider doing. But if it is, if that if that presents itself to you, do not lawyer up. Like follow, follow your lawyer's advice. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they they're letting him. You know. So at that point, they're like, sure, <laughs> I'm, you do it if you want to. Right. If he's not, if he's insisting, yeah. like, there's not really anything that they can do. But I mean, also like all this wild stuff has come out. I mean, I watched part of his testimony and like he was just talking about his dogs for 20 minutes and I was like, all right, I'm bored. Like I can't imagine what the jury is feeling. I feel like that's, that is a strategy sometimes is just to like fucking bore and confuse the jury. So they're like, what? I I really think it is like, it's like they kind of have that moment as almost a performance art type thing of like, what can I do to make people just be like, I, f- I don't even know what we're here for, or I just want to leave. Exactly. What, what can we do to get you out of that? But I don't think that will really work for his case because if they want to wrap it up, I don't think anything's looking in his favor. I don't know. It's so weird because I don't know, like the other people I'm talking to who are watching the trial are saying like they are casting reasonable doubt. But I think also the keyword is like reasonable, right? Yeah. Like it's not supposed to, it's not a shadow of a doubt. It's not no doubt. It's just like, what's a reasonable doubt? And for me, I mean, I would have never been on this jury because no! I'm like, what other explanation do you have? Well, also we would never be on the jury because they're like, okay, you did do a podcast episode about this. Yeah. What? So we're not going <laughs> to, you actually are not. They're like, you called that. this a Netflix series waiting to happen. And when we were right, it is a Netflix series. So right. I mean, hey. And soon to be a Hulu <laughs> one, I believe as well. Oh my God, no. There's already an HBO. Fucking Hulu. I did put up a poll on the true crime Instagram story, not another true crime. And um, it was it was like slim margins. Like I feel like not a lot of people voted that they had seen it, but the ones who had seen both preferred the Netflix one over HBO. Okay. Well, because you know, I have no, I, I, I haven't do- dove into either of them because I've just been like either, I was like, okay, I, I looked into all of this when it was happening and keeping up with the case, but maybe I'll watch this weekend. I know. And and the podcast is like the best thing to listen yeah. to anyway. So the podcast is the best source. But also there was that um, like Alex's brother testified mm. about like how he just had intense diarrhea. And I'm like. Honest, honesty is not always the best policy. Exactly. I mean, I know you're literally under penalty of perjury, but wow. I, I don't know. I don't even know if I, I would just be like, um, for stomach. Re-. It's like when you send that, the, when you want to get out of work and you send the email that, you know, your boss won't follow up with like, 
I'm home. I just have like some stomach issues. No one wants to know more. No. I mean, except for these attorneys, they're like, well, please describe the extent of the stomach issues. And what were you eating before, during, and after the stomach issues? Yeah. So, I mean, there's that to live down, I suppose. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. But we'll we'll keep you all updated and you know that when the verdict comes down, which I mean is probably going to be soon because I think they're doing some like closing arguments today and who knows how long it will take the jury to deliberate. But we'll be back up here with a little update. Uh, We'll also just be posting it in real time on Not Another True Crime on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So just follow us there for updates on the trial whenever we have them. Yes, we will keep you. We'll be keeping you posted as much as we can. Speaking of keeping you guys posted, Whoa. I mean, yeah. this is kind of a uh, an unfolding case or like developing, I guess. We'll, we'll go with that. Yeah, we're we're now putting on our uh, own research hat. It's current events. Yes, yes. It's current events exactly. Um, it, <laughs> we'll do a betcha sub collab. Oh my god, honestly. But okay, so Danny, do you? This is like interesting because I actually knew someone who worked at this company. Did but you? Do you re- yes. But and I can't. I probably can't say more. Um, oh, no, I mean they didn't do anything bad. They they had left, and I was like, oh. And then and then I saw this uh, New York Times article come out in 2021, and I sent it to them, and they were kind of like, yeah, like, Tracks. you know, why do you think I left? And I was like, okay, word. Sounds um, about right. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. They smelled what was cooking, mm-hmm. and what was cooking. Was possibly fraud. Um, yeah, Jack. I'm getting notes of like fur and fraud. <laughs> That's the candle yes. store. Yeah. Fur and fraud. Yes. Uh, so, do you remember Ozzy? Like that? It's a media, the media company. I like it, it, it. What left my brain, but until you like told me about it, then I was like, oh, let me look up like their logo and everything. And then like Celine Dion, it was all coming back to me. I was like, oh, yes, I remember this. Yes. Okay. So I remember, I mean, I remember it being like a media company. I'm and also because I knew someone who worked there, but I also just remembered the festival and we'll Aussie get into Fest, the festival. Yes. Yeah. Aussie Fest. I just remember hearing ads for it like on the radio all the time and just being like, what even is this festival? Yeah. And also just like to put the, just to put in perspective for all of you that are kind of like still trying to frame where this, what like what this story involves, think a little fire fest. Yes, it's big Firefest energy. And Ozzy was a media company founded in 2013. And I think this time period was like the golden age of just oh, like media companies to be, being started. To being started and also like media companies not totally understanding what the internet. It was just like BuzzFeed era internet. and every, It was so BuzzFeed. Yeah, yeah. BuzzFeed thought catalog like. Oh my gosh, wow. yes. Just, just vibes. No plans, just, just vibes. Just, yes. Um, so its CEO was... Was slash is I don't I don't honestly really know what the deal is right now. We're gonna get into that. Um, but a guy named Carlos Watson, who uh, early in his career worked at Goldman Sachs, he was also a news anchor at one point. Mm. And um, it's a lot of pivots. They had I know right, and they had like a website, a festival, podcast, newsletters, like the whole thing. I mean, just like three hundred and sixty media company, all the buzzwords, blah blah blah. They they like literally. I mean, it's major Goldman Sachs employee energy. Shout out if any of them are listening to us. Good for you. Uh, but like when it's kind of like they wake up, like we did this and that and that and numbers, numbers, like charts, so links, true. podcasts, newsletters, TikTok. You know, and you're like, what is happening? Okay, yeah, no, it's so true. And if well, okay, so I when I was doing this research, this is pretty funny. I did this like earlier in the week, um, and I went on the website, and there's like a lot. There's like they have multiple newsletters, they have TV, hmm. they're partnering with the BBC on documentaries, like Ooh. doing all kinds of stuff. They their videos would get like a million views on YouTube. And okay. I, I don't know. My impression of it at the time was like, it was kind of like a smart millennial, like Gen X company, you know, like that was just the vibe I got. It was kind of, to me, it was kind of like upworthy and a little bit of Mike. And it yes. was just. One of those know, this sites like, that just like appeared into our like lexicon and like brain. And I'm like, where did this, when did I start following them? But I don't know, but I guess yes. I did. Yes. But you and the, the and it's like you actually have never read an article no. on Aussie.com in your life. Like you've never, you've just heard of this company, Mm-mm. and but you've never read their articles yeah. in their life. And so their big thing was Aussie Fest, which was, I mean, honestly, kind of a clusterfuck in my opinion. Of like, <laughs> I, I didn't understand. I think universal opinion. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't understand it. I've never been to South by Southwest. Would love to go. Anybody listening? Yes, that's true. If you want to sponsor us, I'll I'll figure it out. Or just like give us a pass. I'll I'll get my flight. (laughs) That's true. That is true. Yeah. I mean, they had like, but I just didn't get like Aussie Fest because they had music acts, but also speakers and comedians. And I was just like, I don't really understand what it, it, I think that's kind of what South by Southwest is. Yeah. And I also do know the one night only that I went to Bonnaroo and by night, I mean weekend that never ended because it was camping. There were uh, speakers. I think there were a part of it, but unfortunately, and I feel like it was, but that was different because Bonnaroo was a music festival that had other outports. And if, because like they would also have like, you know how like when like somebody, like your favorite artist is probably like font eight at the bottom. Yeah. The speakers are font point two. So like you couldn't even, I walked by a tent and I was like, Oh, did they lose sound? Like, this is like acoustic? I'm like, oh, it's a stand-up comedian. When did they announce that? So I get some mixing and mingling, but this one was like, Ozzy was like, we're doing it all at once. Like, there was no, like, main motive of it or main, like, genre. Yeah, I mean, I went to Bonnaroo and they have a comedy tent, which is, like, fine. Because, you know, in the middle of the day when you need that air conditioning, you're like, yeah. it's 98 degrees in the middle of Tennessee on a farm and you're just like, okay, I'll, I'll just go see this random comedian, I guess. Just... <laughs> Give me air conditioning. Let me charge my phone and have a cup of water. Yes, but this I didn't understand, this festival, because like it was in New York City. It was giving like global citizen meets, mm. um, I don't know, like a TED talk. Like yeah. I just, I, I didn't understand it. Like, I mean, they would literally have like Dr. Fauci and Malcolm Gladwell, but also Jason Derulo. Can I say? I, I don't, I don't understand. It's kind of a moment, like there's some levels there. There's a lot going on. I also literally never knew anyone who went to this. No. Did you? I, I, I didn't even hear people like debating sending the link to go to it. You know, not even like, oh, should we check this out? Uh, I yes. think it's going to be on my couch. I know. It's like when you text your friends the GovBall lineup and you're like, should we go? I know we're old as fuck, but oh. like maybe. And you pretend to entertain the idea. That is that, that I, I have retired from standing outside for music. But... <laughs> <laughs> There's not a seat. I'm not going. Uh, nope. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I would hear ads for this like on the radio and it seems like legit enough in the kind of way where you're like, okay, cool for you guys. I'm not going to go. Um, and the company was backed by investors and it raised a lot of money. In 2019, they got $35 million from a group led by Mark Lazary, who's a hedge fund manager and the co-owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. All right. I'm like, respect, I you guess. You got the Bucks Bucks, yeah. <laughs> the Bucks Bucks. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like your college dining hall dollars, <laughs> yeah, like fake wait. money. Yes. Well, I mean, I think mine were like the Ram Bucks, I think, or something like that. Nice. Mine were called the Dooley Dollars. Oh, that why? was our like, Dooley was like our unofficial skeleton mascot. That sounds fucking weird to say yeah. out loud. Emory Hive, rise up. Okay, uh, there we go. I, that is a, if that you is did go to Emory, DM me, honestly, like. Uh, Let's chat. Uh, <laughs> Fordham's Jesuit core did not allow for like skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, so they had the Bucks Bucks. Uh, the Ford Foundation also gave them a grant at one oh. point. Yeah, legit. Mm-hmm. And um, by April 2020, they'd raised over $83 million and the company valued itself at $159 million. I'm like, okay, Shark Tank. $159 million value. Like, I also love valued themselves. That's self-worth almost. I want to start I mean, valuing like myself. It's you go on Shark Tank. Yeah. And you're like, I've made $1 in sales. My projected net worth is a billion. You're like, just trust me. Trust <laughs> yeah. me. Trust me, you're Bethany like, No, Frankel. people are going to want this. <laughs> and I feel like the only, well, actually, I don't know how many things, because I think things secretly are from Shark Tank a lot. Those Bantam bagels really got me good. Oh my gosh, the Scrub Daddy. I mean, the Scrub Daddy is an icon. I do love that. I forgot that was a Shark Tank. Wow. I know. There's some like products that I actually use that you forgot yeah. on Shark Tank. That's cool. That's a good one. So in, in a 2019 release, Ozzy said that it had 50 million unique monthly users, which by the way is a fucking lot. Like that is a ton. Yeah. Um, I mean, it didn't specify like website versus social versus whatever. They just said users. But I don't know. I don't. 
I think unique monthly users kind of implies web traffic. Also, shout out to anybody who, when you said unique, went unique because of Beyonce. <laughs> That's oh. all I lost track in my head because I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did you join the MLM company? And is that their like chant? No. <laughs> when it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. But, okay, so these numbers were, like, suspect. Yeah. Um, in 2015, Ozzy's editor-at-large at the time had kind of raised suspicion that he didn't think these numbers were real, and then he was later fired. That's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> and then in 2017, BuzzFeed reported that Ozzy was buying traffic in, like, in kind of these, like, basically, like, it reminds me of, I feel like it was Silicon Valley where they have, like, a click farm that they outsource to Bangladesh. But, like, essentially, it's not, it, they, you can basically pay sites or services to have your articles pop up on people's browsers without them clicking on it, huh. which seems illegal. Um, yeah. <laughs> and obviously, this is, like, low-quality traffic because nobody's going to Aussie. These people aren't going to Aussie.com on purpose, and they're, like, I'm sure the bounce rate is, like, immediate, you know? Yeah. It's sort of almost like, it's kind of like the buying bots. Yeah. That, that's pretty much exactly what it is. Like you can buy followers, you can buy web traffic, like, mm -hmm. you know, anytime there's some kind of metric for success on the internet, someone's going to find a way that you can like buy it. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to web traffic in general, there's not like a ton of transparency. It's kind of like how you never know how many downloads a podcast gets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We do, though. Well, we know ours. I know, not right? everybody else. Just us. We keep the knowledge in our heads. Um, yes. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> <laughs> but Comscore paints a way different picture of what Ozzy was saying. Um, com according to Comscore, by July 2021, they were reaching on the site 479,000 people. Okay. And that is, little... like, not a lot. That is, like, a blog. I mean, it's not a blog, but that is, that is not just not a lot. It's 50 million. It's, <laughs> it's not, not a lot. Yeah. yeah no. Because that's like for 31 day, 30 to 31 days of yeah, publishing I mean, multiple content a day. It's a good, it's like honestly a decent number of people like for a media company that you're just starting out, but not if you're claiming to reach 50 million people. <laughs> that's that's the issue. They oversold, yes, that, that's the main issue there. Um, to their credit, I mean, at some points in 2018, they were hitting two and a half million, um, which is a lot, but that's just, again, still a fraction of what they were claiming, like one. Mm-hmm. It's just a fraction. Um, I mean, Watson said the comp score numbers were incomplete and didn't count social impressions and podcasts and blah, blah, blah. I think that's kind of the problem of putting forth a giant number and not really saying where these users are coming from. Well, also just like, like pushing everything in together because <laughs> like, like we were saying, like monthly uniques, it's not like downloads and listeners would be the podcast, social impression. These are all their own categories of right. coverage. Not throwing everything under one umbrella gets it a little bit weird. Right. And it's okay to have like, to say like, oh, our, our combined audience is this many yeah. people. Um, for but you sure. Have to say that. But for sure. I mean, this is just like, 
monthly, you know, 50 million users of what, you know? <laughs> of of what? Uh, yeah, so people started realizing things like, wait, nothing is adding up here. This is kind of a little too good to be true. Um, for example, Ozzy was running billboards about Carlos Watson's talk show. Yes, he had its own talk show, calling it yeah. Amazon Prime's first talk show. Okay. Hmm. In actuality, though, they were just like uploading them to a service on YouTube that also plays the video through Amazon. (laughs) I think also like any audio or anything gets put on Amazon. Like you could listen to it there. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's almost like a different avenue to watch something. I know. This kind of reminds you of people who like self-publish on Medium and then say they're a published author. I mean- you're right, and no shade, but also what? Also, it's it's basically Wikipedia thought catalog. <laughs> I said that before. True. Some because it depends on what you do with it. If you have all your sources on Medium, that that that, that is one way we're talking. But otherwise, oh, yeah. it's a different effort. Yes. No, I love those, but it's just kind of like Nobody again, anyone can upload that shit. You know? oh, oh, anytime I put anything on Medium, I'm like, oh, I have had 16 rejection emails before it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've seen people like write like, oh, I was published on BuzzFeed, but BuzzFeed, I don't know if they still have this, but they used to just have a community post section where like anybody could just upload a post and it's like, yeah, but. I think they still have that or they switch it all to that um, chat bot. <laughs> I know it's, it's, all, it's all chat GBT. Yeah. Leak. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But Amazon was kind of like, um, who's saying that? We have our first talk talk show. What, what what's what's happening? Um, so, Amazon yeah. said we don't know her. Yeah, and also you're gonna mess with Amazon money. Yeah, they immediately had the billboards taken. They were like, okay, you gotta get these billboards down. And another interesting factor is because, like Sarah mentioned, they were getting millions of views on YouTube, which is like obviously an insanely impressive feat. But they were not getting that many comments at all. So, like, the ratio Mm -hmm. was off. It kind of does give, like, okay, you're paying to promote this video to get a ton, a ton of views. So everyone's looking at it for, like, three seconds, which I think sometimes counts as a view. And then they're like, what's happening? And then they're not. So it's not, like, they're not building an actively engaged audience. Yeah, you could probably just pay to have, like, I don't know, bots view it. Yeah, or... Here's the thing. Also, give me a hundred dollars. I'll press refresh on it for a week. I don't know. <laughs> Kidding. Up your rates. You're right. worth more yeah, than true. that. My 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 laptop deserves better than that. <laughs> exactly. But then also in uh, September 2021, the New York Times publishes this expose that mm-hmm. really kind of made the House of Cards tumble down. Everybody's like, oh, if the-. And this is New York Times 2021, people. So like when people were still going to it to be like. Oh, what did they have to say? I remember when this came out and I was like, whoa. I was excited. Because I was always just like, this company seems so random and like, yeah, they're doing stuff, but I don't know anybody who actually is a fan. Like, that's it. Very was just like um, House of Cards of just like, what is, what is, what is, what is, what is going on behind the scenes? And you realize nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Um, Until. February 2nd, 2021, uh, there was, a, so like, we'll go on, there was a Zoom call between Ozzy, YouTube, and the Goldman Asset Management Division. So they get it involved. Yes. So this, sorry. So the New York Times article was like reporting on this call, call that, that happened down. in February. That 2021 was really the year of like, okay, here's some Zoom shit going on. Of people mm. being like, oh, I recorded this call from this person. Anybody want it? Oh, my God, seriously. (laughs) You got to use those New York one-party consent laws, you know? (laughs) The good wife taught me about those, yes. Um, So they were supposed to be in this uh, February Zoom meeting, meeting with YouTube Originals, head of unscripted programming. Uh, The YouTube head said he was having issues logging into Zoom and asked everyone to move to a conference call. Kind of ironic that YouTube couldn't work out the video conferencing call. Set up, but I digress. I know. I'm also like, wow, an OG conference call with like a landline on the table. Can I say, can we get like, I don't, I, it is sad that we have just foregone all off cam calls. It's absurd. I mean, especially because, uh, yeah, it's like 
now I feel weird. I used to not feel weird eating on a Zoom, and now it's been long enough that I do feel kind of weird. Um, and it's just like, I don't know, I'm starving. Let me just right. eat my oatmeal in peace. It's not like a quick granola bar. Like, I don't want to be spooning it into my mouth, but my stomach is like. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I know. I know. I always <laughs> get weird snacking on a Zoom meeting because I'm like, I want, I wouldn't, would I be doing this in person? It's very, it's very complicated in layers. I know. And I haven't even been to an in-person meeting in like years. It's weird. Oh, well, actually, I, they, they're coming back, girl. Brace yourself. No. <laughs> Although I probably would actually pay attention. So that's, a- you know. <laughs> and they wrap up faster because everyone's just like, let's just let's just not be in like, the stop talking, room. please. Yes. Um, so they move to a phone call, no videos, just voices and vibes, as me and Sarah were just uh dreaming of. And the YouTube execs are talking up how great Ozzy is and how well their videos are doing. But the people on this conference call notice something. Something bad is happening in Oz, as they said in a wiki. <laughs> they notice the YouTube guy's voice sounds digitally altered. So it's giving Uh-oh. du moi on. Oh, my God. <laughs> so then the people at Goldman reached out to the YouTube guy, but not through. Here we are. Not through the email they had on file with Ozzy, but through his actual team. So what was happening, they were like, the Goldman people were like, huh, this YouTube guy sounds like first he didn't want to do video on. Then he was talking like this. Look, <laughs> everything's great. Uh, it's like I'm in a tunnel. Um so, <laughs> when you're like when you're the anonymous source in a true crime documentary and you're like, yeah, I love Ozzy. Yeah, <laughs> Ozzy is the best. <laughs> um yeah, so then when they reached out, they were like, oh hey, we just wanted to touch base again after our our chat. He's like, a who? <laughs> what? Who's chatting with who? What? Hi, Goldman Sachs. What's happening? No. He's truly like pulling a shaggy like it wasn't me, but it actually wasn't him. <laughs> yeah, this time it was, he had a proper defense. So then it became clear that someone from Ozzy was impersonating this employee at YouTube on this call. So obviously they like had like a temp who went to acting school who was like, hey, you want to flex that, that BFA? Now is your time. Oh, my God. Seriously. They're like, this is your method moment. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so YouTube launched an investigation, and Carlos Watson pretty quickly gives up the culprit. Uh, Samir Rao, the co-founder and COO of Ozzy. Okay, because YouTube's like, okay, now you're, like, having someone impersonate us. This is a whole other mm. can of cans, you know? Yeah. Uh, Watson told the New York Times in an email that Rao did this because he was experiencing a mental health crisis. I don't... Um, an interesting cover-up with that. Uh, mm-hmm. They said, Samir is a valued colleague and a close friend. I'm proud that we stood by him when he struggled, and we're all glad to see him now thriving again. One chair member of the board said of the incident, the board was made aware of the incident, and we fully support the way it was handled. The incident was an unfortunate one-time event, and Carlos and his team showed the kind of compassion we would all want if any of us faced a difficult situation in our own lives. Yeah, you know how you get depressed and just start impersonating people for your right. own monetary gain? Yeah, to help yeah. your company out to, uh, yeah, and having to go through all these hoops? Yeah, of course, what? Sure. Obviously, that was not good enough for Google, who alerted the FBI. As Chris, Now it's Chris Jenner. This is a case for the FBI. <laughs> yeah, I uh, mean, yeah, because Google owns YouTube and- Yeah, you're not messing with them. Not, don't, don't fuck with Google. D- no. So the New York Times article was published September 2021. In October 2021, Watson announced Ozzy was permanently shutting down. They're over. Chips in. We're done. You know, it's been real in a sense that it's been fake. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) But then three days later, he said, oops, hi. It was very like, hello, it's me. Uh, You're back, baby. My God, it was like how American Idol made a big to-do about ending and then six months later came back. We're like, no. (laughs) Truly. Like, who's watching this shit? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days In, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. So now, cut to literally... Y'all, February 23rd, 2023, so like a week ago when we're recording this, and this is why I was like, all right, it's time to talk about this shit. Um, So an indictment was unsealed in federal court in Brooklyn that charged Carlos Watson and Aussie Media Inc. with conspiracy to commit securities fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with a scheme to defraud Aussies investors in lenders, by making, and I'm sorry, I'm quoting from the indictment, by making material misrepresentations about Aussie's financial and business assets. Mm. So basically, like, um, they're charged with conspiracy to commit, like, all these frauds in order to get money for Aussie media, essentially. Okay. It's it's kind of like what Billy McFarlane got charged with with Fire Festival because he was, like, you know, forging all those docs, remember? Every single document forged, yeah. Yeah. And like Anna Delvey, how she was also forging all those documents to like try to get banks to invest. ADF Foundation. Even me and Sarah did go to Veronica where she wanted to. It's so chic. I get. I, it. I, I get. I get why she was really trying to play herself up into there and own that space. Same. Um, so here's from the Justice Department. I'm just quoting. Watson is also charged with aggravated identity theft for his role in the impersonation of multiple media company executives in communication with Aussie's leaders and prospective investors in furtherance of the fraud schemes. So basically, he's charged with uh, identity theft because he was involved in that like impersonation thing that he was like, oh, no, that was just Samir having a little menti B. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> They really just should have started an improv group. I feel like that's what they really wanted to do. They wanted to put a YouTube video on where they can impersonate people and get five views. That's improv, baby. <laughs> Straight up. And I can say that because I have a certificate from the now shut down UCB that I'm no. sure we'll be doing an episode on in My five gosh, years. We now. should. That's the real scam. We'll get Elise on this because Wait, I feel like she yeah. would have thoughts. Wait, that'd be really fun. I would love to do that. Um, and also now that theater has the best, well, I don't know if it's still running, but it ha- I saw Titanic at it, at the yes. old UCB. And it's so good. Oh, oh my God, yes. I need to see that still. I really want to go see it. Still. You haven't seen it? I know. I need, I'm like literally writing a note to get tickets for it. Oh my God, maybe let's go. I'd probably go again. Wait, okay, yay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're making plans on the podcast. <laughs> it's real. But honestly, Titanic's really good. This is not an ad. Um, but anyways... Um, okay, so Samir Rao, the guy who'd impersonated that YouTube guy that we talked about on the call. So he's already pleaded guilty. He did so under a John Doe pseudonym um, while they were still investigating Watson. Mm. And so once they arrested Watson, then they unsealed that and revealed that he was the John Doe, basically. 
Um, also, Susie Hahn, the chief of staff from June 2019 to October 2021, pleaded guilty. The U.S. Attorney General for the Eastern District of New York said Carlos Watson is a con man whose business strategy was focused on, sorry, was based on outright deceit and fraud. He ran Ozzy as a criminal organization rather than as a reputable media company. Wow. Ooh. <gasps> now that's what we call in the legal space a mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that is a sick burn. So, I mean, what? So, let's get into like what is this alleged scheme? Yes, break it down. So, so essentially, the Eastern District of New York is claiming that between 2018 and 2021, Watson, Han, and Rao engaged in a scheme to defraud investors and basically just lie and misrepresent the reality of, of how well the company was doing mm-hmm. so that they could get millions of dollars in investments. Mm-hmm. And it was working. And I mean, they did get the money. And this is the thing. It's like you never piss off the investors, you know, because they all they have their resources and they'll come at you. Oh, yeah. And like you rich people don't like what getting their money taken away from them. <laughs> I mean, I don't, sure I don't, don't think anybody does. Yeah, but they sure don't. And the indictment also alleges that I'm calling them Watson et al. Like this is a research study. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's not. in grad school at all. Thank you. It, at all. Uh, and Co. <laughs> Let's say that Watson and Co. Um, lied about who else was interested in investing in Aussie in order to get more funding. And apparently they would even fake documents with forged signatures during like the due diligence no. process, which is like a yikes. That is so bad. Truly you are playing yourself. And also those are kind of those moments that it's like how we all, how people always get caught on like mail fraud and stuff. Those are things that you can really get caught on. Like where like we yeah, can prove that slam it goodbye. Seriously, I mean, it's one thing to just be like to just tell someone at a bar like, oh yeah, YouTube loves us, like they're gonna invest, and then it's one thing to fake a document. That's really bad. It's so so bad. Um, they also sent forged documents to banks to try to get bank loans, which again is just a double yikes. Not good. Not good. And they even tried to get their CFO to participate in the forgery. And she was like, my guys, this is fraud. And <laughs> basically resigned. Like, I think she had a quote that was like, I, she was basically like what you call, uh, like running a media company, I call a fucking felony. Some some quote like wow. that. That was a true, true mic drop. And right. I, I have to respect her for, for getting the fuck out. She was like, uh-uh, I'm not ending up in jail for this like upworthy mic Knockoff exactly. situation. She's also like, yeah, I'm a CFO. I will be able to find another job that is actually legitimate. That's fucking true. Um, and here's, uh, and honestly, from from the rest of this, I'm going to be quoting from the indictment a lot. So just brace yourselves. Um, so for here's big a quote because indictments love big words. I know. They do. <laughs> On multiple occasions, when faced with questions from lenders or potential investors, Watson and his co-conspirators assumed the identities of and impersonated actual media company executives to cover up their prior fraudulent misrepresentations. Mm. So that's fucking yikes. Um, (laughs) That's our legal legal. definition. (laughs) I hereby declare fucking Fucking yikes. yikes. (laughs) So I think lobsters. Right. (laughs) That'll be my court show. Um, (laughs) So the YouTube impersonation might just have been the tip of the iceberg. Um, According to the indictment, Rao also allegedly did this. Like he made fake email addresses when talking to the bank to try to get a loan. So it wasn't just Goldman Sachs they were trying to do this with. Allegedly, it was was also the bank. It was like Rao 1, Rao 2, at Yahoo, (laughs) at Gmail, at Hotmail. Mark.Zuckerberg at (laughs) gmail.com. Just being like, hey, or like Mark Zuckerberg, like one, two, three, four, like. (laughs) Actually, maybe I should make that email, see if it's free. Ooh. <laughs> um, you never know. So here's, you know. I know, you know, that could be my grift. Um, but here's more from the indictment. From approximately November 2020 through February 2021, Watson and his co-conspirators attempted to induce a financial institution to invest up to $45 million oh. in Aussie. Uh, and they say by means of material misrepresentations and omissions – Regarding Ozzy's historical and projected financial results, dad's business relationships. Um, so 
Yeah, I mean, they they were juicing the numbers. They were making up people who wanted to invest all to try to get more money. This is really just smacks of fire Festival. It's reeking a fire Festival, but just no cheese sandwiches. Seriously. Actually, I wonder what the food there at Ozzy. I mean, I think Ozzy Fest at least happened. I, I will was going to say, yeah. And I, I mean, they had Jason, Jason Derulo and Fauci showed up. Yeah. And also, it's funny. If they tried to do that this year, those two pe- people would come still. Yeah. I would go. I like Jason Derulo. Oh, okay, yeah. And Dr. Fauci. Um, also, if you went to Ozzy Fest, please DM oh, us please. at Not Another True Crime. Like, I'll share the responses oh, on the stories. Oh, my God, yes. Because I'm just curious. I mean, I never... If it had been a shit show, we would have heard about it. And that's for sure. That's actually very, very true. Yeah. Because even after Fire Festival, like, I remember there was just a a sort of trend of calling every unsuccessful event the next Fire Festival. And you're like, <gasps> but guys, like, no, we, 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 we delivered on something. You just didn't have a good time. Yeah. You're like, it was just a poorly planned event. Like, relax. Um, nobody got hurt. and Nobody was so. stranded. Yeah. Seriously. This is what's interesting, too. Um, the indictment says, ha- had that full $45 million investment happened, $6 million of that would have been paid to Carlos Watson personally. So. Wow. That's insane. That, yes, that is what we call a motive, I feel. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Um, and also the indictment alleges that Rao did not impersonate that YouTube guy by himself because of a mental health issue. Duh. Duh, yes. Uh, but because he and Watson colluded to come up with this plan together, basically. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, right. We didn't need the federal government to like tell us that in an indictment, but. He's like, and I have to admit something. We're like, we know. <laughs> <laughs> And I would have gotten away with it, too. Uh, Watson, for his part, still stands by Ozzy's numbers. Um, I I stand by him standing by his belief that those were the numbers. I mean, he's a ride or die. Like, I got to give him credit for that. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is riding or dying. And also was arraigned on uh, last week and pledged. Yes. I, I don't think any of us are surprised that he is pleading not guilty. And also was released on a $1 million bond. Which I'm sure he paid. I'm sure he paid. And also, because I guess like, he's a But who did he have to impersonate to pay it? Just kidding. (laughs) He's just like, I'm Adele. And we're like, what? He's on the phone. Like, no, guys, Adele wants to pay this for me. She's absolutely gutted that she couldn't come in person. Gutted. Wait, did you ever go to that show or is that our next scam? No. Never went. (laughs) Never went. Went to, I mean, I did get my refund. Oh, great. And when I went to Vegas, I ended up going to Katy Perry's residency before she voted for Rick Caruso. So I got to, I got to see Teenage Dream before um, it was tainted. So. Okay. (laughs) All right. Great. All's well that ends well. Also, her ticket price was one eighth the price of Adele. Oh my God. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. Or one six, but still one of something. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Watson's lawyer is surprised he was arrested. He's like, what? Uh, like Count Dracula. Literally surprised Pikachu face. Yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> what? Uh, we, he was like, we've been acting in good faith and believe we had a constructive dialogue with the government and are shocked by the actions this morning. She said, Eek. yeah. She uh, said that they've been working with the government to avoid an arrest and they're shocked they went around and arrested Watson anyway. How well, dare they? Duh. That's what you get. Sometimes, girl. Sometimes, baby. I'm also like, you can't be surprised that the government is going to act shady to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, af- I don't know, man. Yeah, after you were, like, caught so many times lying to major companies. Yeah. <laughs> it's sure, really just, like, the shocked Pikachu face. Yeah, I'm sure Google <laughs> and the government have a text chain. <laughs> Uh, what is so bananas is that on February 14th of this year, so, okay, little lovebird, uh, <laughs> less than two weeks before he was arrested, Morning Brew reported that Ozzy was looking for investors for Ozzy Fest. This is the part where I'm like, you're really Billy McFarlane, like, grasping at straws. Like, how 
after Fire Festival, they emailed everybody and was like, good news, guys, you can get a refund or or you can get free tickets or, to the next Fire Festival. And which one? I mean, guys, don't you want to be in it to win it? <laughs> uh, it's like the delusional narcissism is just like so it, it's 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 chef's kiss sometimes. The delusion is a lot. Yeah. During the second day of IPG's upfronts, Watson gave a presentation about Aussie and said that if they were doing an Aussie Fest in Miami in June 2023, and it was soliciting advertisers. And that's in three months, so I'm going to go ahead and say that shit is not happening. I think I also saw that they were like, oh, we might have to cancel because of a heat thing. It's like July. It's June in Miami. It's always hot. So you can't be surprised that it's hot. That was like, wasn't that a big thing with Fire Festival too? Like yeah. they didn't plan for the weather at all it's like, or uh, something. Okay. They're like, they're just using an excuse. Uh, yeah. And according to an email shared with Marketing Brew, the two-day fest would attract 60,000 people. I think they even said once they were going to host a brunch that would have 10,000 people. That's, that sounds like that's hell. A, literally hell, like a nightmare. I I, I, I don't even brunch with 10 people. No, I don't even, I barely brunch anymore. <laughs> that's that's a reti- I've retired. No. Standing for concerts and brunch, I, <laughs> that is a game for the 24-year-olds out there. And I hope you all have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, we really need to know if, uh, any person in the past that you or a friend went to an Aussie fest and also you may be entitled to compensation. No, I'm just kidding. Well, you may, you may be. <laughs> and this too, this festival, <laughs> he was tackling, they say there's going to be talks about all the, you know, really important things in, uh, 2023 from racial justice to pickleball. I, would, I mean, I, I would pickleball put those on, is a trending topic. It, <laughs> but it to is. put those together to get, is to, bizarre. To build those on the same, yeah, I, I kind of like, okay, Ozzy, you really don't understand any plot of anything. Co-headlining. <laughs> and you want to, you, you can't also make it up. Carlos, uh, while, while making all these announcements claims, he had a walkout song. Oh, yeah, he did. He had a walkout song, and he walked out to every day, I'm hustling. And you can't make that shit up. It's Chef's Kiss. When they make a show about this, it's got to be that song. It's it's the themes. It's perfect. Yes. it's kind. It reminds me of how Ja Rule started a company after Fire Festival and called it Icon. I And we're like, dude, did nobody like, tell you? <laughs> <laughs> he too was bamboozled. Uh, in the pitch meeting, Watson asked advertisers to join the generation of millions of fans, which is the kind of the LOL, because it's like, um, wait, that your issue was that you were lying about all the people who liked your site and company and everything like that. It does sort of remind me, and I do love Rita Ora, when she posted, <laughs> um, if this tweet gets 100,000 retweets, I'm going to drop my next song. And I got like 4,000 retweets. And then she's like, guys, yes. I was hacked. <laughs> Music's not coming out until it's ready. So. I remember that. It's just like, just just do a dirty delete. Like, just dirty shady delete. delete the tweet. Don't claim that you were hacked. Or own it. Be like, all right, I guess you guys don't want the new song. True. <laughs> that is so true. I, uh, yeah, I love stories about celebrities, like, claiming to be hacked. It's so, oh, my God. Well, Sarah, so round us out. You went on the Aussie website. What's going on with the Aussie website? Yeah, okay, so when I was researching it, I was just like, all right, Ozzy's website, it's just a typical, like, I don't know, it's like a media company threw up, like, I don't even understand what's happening, there's, like, so much shit going on, um, you know, they had their, like, their whole thing about the newsletters and and everything, um, but I literally went on it yesterday, and also just now, and I got an error message, so they literally oh. took that website down overnight. They were just like, what, what, what? Who, 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 who are we talking about here? They're like, we got to scrub the evidence. Um, Lord. Ah, a little too late for that. I mean, you're already arrested. too late. I know. So I'm very curious to see what ends up going down with this. I'm also very, yeah. very, very more curious to see if any of our listeners did go to an Aussie Fest or maybe they were like, hey, you know what? I love that site. Let us know. I'll, I Seriously. If you've ever read an article from there, please let me know the title <laughs> of it or the topic, or like, I don't know, any information. Or on the flip, if you ever pitched an article there and you got it, like, let us know that freelance oh, lifestyle yeah. there because I am very interested in all that as well. Yeah, and if you got paid, know. I hope you got paid. 
that's for real. I, I do hope they got paid with all that investor money they were getting. Yeah. I hope they paid their contributors. But that's that. I mean, we'll see. He definitely faces some prison time. Even if he does get convicted, I'm sure he won't serve a ton of time. No. I mean, like, I'm sure it'll be very minimal. And he'll be, my prediction, it'll be like a year or so, and then he'll be like Billy McFarlane trying to promote Re- pirate or whatever <laughs> his new scam is. Pirate. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's like they did, it seems like they did put on an event, and it does seem like the only people who were impacted by this were investors and people who have a fuck ton of money anyway. So I'm kind of like... It's uh, Anna Delvey. <laughs> yeah, just kind of like, okay, all right. Well, guys, this yeah. is what you, rich people throw their money around, and sometimes when you throw, it doesn't always land. I don't know. It's true. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a Theranos where people have could have potentially gotten hurt. Like, mm-hmm. there's really no potential for harm here. So I'm kind of just like, whatever. And didn't you, what was the latest update? Was she had her second child, right? Elizabeth Holmes? Yeah. She, she just had her second child and she was trying to petition the court to delay her Girl. prison sentence. I feel like she's going to just keep doing whatever oh, she can to John not and serve Kate her plus time. Eight. <laughs> she's yeah. gonna have 98 kids yeah I don't know I mean listen I wouldn't want to go to prison for 11 years either um, which is why I don't um, lie about uh, <laughs> a company <laughs> I know I don't even like take pens from a bar even when it's a really good pen and you're like god I want this so badly oh I do do that you know I do do that love that only when no, it's the pen that it. has like if it's like a pen that like the waiter or bartender has that's, like, from a different company that I'm like, okay, this is, like, your pen. Because, uh, like, I, they just, like, bring a good pen. But if it's, like, a pen that it has the name of the place, I'm like, oh, this is brand. This is marketing. I'm, I'm, you want me to think of, like, the Smith pens are so good. Lola Ooh, Taverna Well, fuck the great. Smith. Take their pens. Oh, wait, truly. Yeah, I forgot their pens. Don't give them their money. Just take their pens. Honestly, I might go in and take four. And good. Leave. Yeah. I'll, right. I'll go with you. All right, that's my plan. <laughs> we'll go to Titanic. We'll steal pens from the Smith. And then that's a plan. <laughs> yes. If you know, you know, there's some TikToks on why the Smith sucks. But it, yeah. also I just, they were just super rude to me when oh. my boyfriend, like whatever. So, I mean, it's a personal vendetta, but also, no, but also a global one. Go on TikTok. Yes. Yes. Is what we'll say. Yes. But I think that's it. We don't have a game today, unfortunately. Um, send all your thoughts and prayers to Jorge. He's feeling kind of sick. Yes. Yes. Have him rest up. Send, I'm sending him emotional Sudafed right now. Oh, I love that. Right. Yeah. But otherwise, let us know any new episode comes out. If you're in L.A., I'm doing a live show March 17th. Just check it out. My link in bio at Sarah Labim and follow me there. Yes, you can follow me on Instagram at Cashmere Danny Cashmere with a K. And thank you guys so much for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe. And we'll be back next week. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.